Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. So great to talk to you. It's been an interesting few weeks as we've had a lot of rain, and it's nice now to get to some weather that's a little bit better, but we needed the rain, and it's going to help us for the summer, I think. And, you know, sometimes in the summer in Idaho, it goes 40, 50, 60, sometimes 75 days without rain. So it was nice to have some rain May. <laughs> rain May. May. It rain in May. How's that? Does that sound better? Does it sound early in the morning to you? Well, it is for me. And this morning was real early because I woke up and got up about 4.30 and got rolling. And I thought, ah, I'm just going to get down to the radio station, do some radio work, talk to Beth and Dave Schaefer. And boy, I enjoyed chatting with them and and stopping and visiting some people already at some places. I had a great morning. It's great to be around people and to share with people. Well, a few weeks ago, there was Mother's Day, and I uh, did not share with you a Mother's Day message. And this is kind of a piece of a Mother's Day message, but it's really to everybody, but there's a little bit of Mother's Day in it, so you'll gather that. But I just wanted to share that with you today. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for the opportunity to share you with the world. Thank you for our wonderful listeners, their lives. Lord, I pray your blessings upon them. Guide their lives, open their hearts. Lord, if they have hard hearts, soften their hearts. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. You know, God has laid out a plan for people. God wants to be in control of our lives and wants to direct us. And the question is, Will we let him? Will we let him? You know, I would say most people are very grateful. I was talking about mothers. I think they're very grateful for their mothers and their mother-in-laws, and I certainly am. You've heard many stories about my mother. You haven't heard as many about my mother-in-law, but my mother-in-law is an incredible woman, a woman that I love dearly, who's been a great mother to my wife and to a grandmother to my child and a friend uh, to me and been so helpful so grateful, but there's we're so grateful for people that have made a difference. But I got news for you. Without your mother, there is no you. Hey, guess, big surprise, right? So no matter what your circumstances are, you can be thankful that you can experience this day. and You can experience life because of your mother. You know, God has a design for each of you, whether you're a mother, whether you're a father, whether you're a son, a brother, a sister, a child. He has a design for you. He wants you to follow him and allow him to lead your life. I believe God wants us to be an accountable people, committed to prayer, to the things of God, and getting strength from the Lord and encouragement from the body of Christ, which is the church, and also to be encouraged by your spiritual family. That is why I tell people all the time, get involved in a good Bible-believing church. And you know this, I don't say come to Cloverdale, I say come to a good Bible-believing church that is close to you, that you can worship God, and you can share together, and you can get involved. I think people ought to be involved with their church family. All during the summer, we have activities for our church family to get together. We have barbecues. We have play times. We have worship times outside. We've got a whole bunch of things planned just so the body of Christ can get together and be there for one another. Of course, uh, you know, many of us in our lives have been influenced by our fathers and mothers, and my mother was a great influence on my life. My mother loved Jesus with all her heart, and my mother, she was a little rigid when it came to 
Christianity. Well, I want to say this. My mother was one of those that was, uh, you might consider uh, the word religiosity. She was very, 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 very conservative. In fact, I she, she I think she was conservative to the day she died. She believed in holiness, and I believe in holiness. I believe we ought to be people that are holy. But my mom had a hard time tolerating sin and tolerated people that sinned. You know, I wish she'd been a little more tolerant because you got to love the sinner and hate the sin. You know, and my mom was certainly interesting in that respect. But there's, but you know, sometimes mothers get it wrong. Our mothers aren't perfect. And men aren't perfect either. But I read a story in Reader's Digest from the 1980s about what Neil Armstrong's mother said about him when he was an uh, older teen. She said, uh, and of course, if you don't know Neil Armstrong, he was the first one who landed on the moon in 1969, and he was known as a great astronaut. But this is what his mother said when he was a teen growing up. Neil has no business taking flying lessons than the man on the moon. Little did she know that he would be the man on the moon. But, you know, she hadn't caught the vision that Neil had. Neil had a vision, and, you know, I think later on she became his greatest fan. See, God gave us mothers to encourage us and to be close to us, and they play a big role in our lives. And I'm thankful for the many godly mothers that are out there that leave a legacy for their children. It's so important for us to be good influence. Well, the Apostle Paul says to the church at Colossae, about, he talks about godly people. And so he's talking about all people here. He was giving instruction to people how to live. And they're great instructions for all of us. And I hope that you'll listen very carefully to this passage by the Apostle Paul found in Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 15. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other. Forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule your hearts, since as members of one body you are called to peace. And be thankful. And be thankful. You know what? He lays out character traits that would be proper for all people. Many times you can almost predict what somebody does by just looking at them and deserving them. It's not likely that you would see a policeman directing traffic wearing a cooking apron, or you'd see a nurse at St. Luke's or St. Al's wearing a flying pie pizza shirt or hat. Well, the Bible gives us guidelines of how to dress in the wardrobe of Christianity. You know, we expect things of some people. I stop into this place uh, and take treats from time to time to different people because I like doing that. I like just seeing people happy. So it's just fun. And when you've been hearing about this over the last few months, but my latest hangout is Sin Nom Nom, the little cinnamon roll place that has all sorts of treats uh, over off of Overland. And Brandy is the owner there, and she's such a nice woman. And I stop in and see her, and I, I get these things. But she always has an apron on, and she's always ready to go and and because she's always baking. She bakes all day long. And so, you know, you that's what you think of. You think of a baker. We are called to be people of compassion. Compassion is a feeling of deep sympathy and sorrow for someone who may be struggling with issues in life. If you want to be a living witness for Jesus, showing compassion is a huge testimony. 
You know, there are many in the church that do this continuously, probably many in your church. I can tell you the ones in mine because they are always working in compassion ministries. They see lives, and they do something about it when someone's hurting. I wish all of us Christians would do that, that we'd respond to needs and to hurt. I believe you would see the domino effect, how God used you because you let him. Do you hear that? How God used you because you let him. Many of you received great compassion from your mothers when you were hurting. You know, growing up, my mother showed great compassion when I was sick, and she was the first one there. But even beyond mothers, God has called us to live with compassion, as the Apostle Paul taught those who listened. Being full of compassion is being a good listener. Taking time to hear about the hurts and the pains of others and lifting them up in prayer. The second point Paul laid out for the people is to be people of kindness. I can tell you this, many people are one to the Lord because they are full of kindness and they truly care for one another. Kindness is being considerate and friendly. Folks, I honestly believe that kindness bridges the gap between people. I believe kindness opens the door for Jesus Christ to be seen in one's life. I want to be a kind person. I'm not always as kind as I would like to be, but I want to be. You know, I want to be able to share Jesus with the world, and I want people to know in my life that I love them, I care about them, that I'm not just talking. It's so easy to talk. It's so easy to talk. And I know you have people out there, and I, I get them from time to time, that, you know, yeah, you, do, you say you love us, you say you care, but you don't, you don't really care. They have no idea. I know this, and I found this out a long time ago. You cannot be everything to everybody. I try. I've tried. In fact, I got to a point where I was sending letters to all sorts of folks. I just had to stop. It was overwhelming me, and my life and my burdens were being heavy, and I had to change some, change some things in my life. And there's times you have to do that, but that doesn't mean you don't have kindness towards somebody. You don't love them and pray for them, and many of you are in the same area. You get rolling, and, and then people try to take you out of things, and people try to guilt you into things and guilt you by the way you are, I'm telling you something, you do as God leads you to do. You, you, you do as God leads you to do in your life. We can live out Jesus if we allow him to work in our lives. You know, it's easy being kind to people who are kind to us, but it's much more difficult being kind to those who treat us poorly. And people treat us poorly, and they say some bad things to us, and they say some hurting things to us, and they try to judge us. Folks, we got to let it go off like the water off our back and love them anyway. It's like the mother that left early to get things done, and the way she, on the way she had a flat tire, and then she had to stop and fix it, and the traffic was backed up, and she picked up her five-year-old niece, and her five-year-old niece was a mess. She took her into the store, and she knocked over the grape juice bottle. It was all over the floor. Everything was a wreck. The day was going horrible. Went to pay for things. There was a new cashier. The cashier had no idea what she was doing, and the mother thought, what is this day about? Chaos. And so the idea of kindness is farthest from her mind. But you know, it's not always easy to smile and laugh, but you, when you show kindness, God sneaks through and shows them a piece of his light. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208 362 
1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.